Ow. Oh, okay. What is it? The, what do you uh, just do? I just smack the cans on my ears. Oh, the old, like, out too far, whack yourself far. in the face. Yeah, yeah. trying to get these things to flip around. And... Mate, you're not working in a radio to... studio until you whack yourself no, in the face. No, until you've actually put headphones. Yeah, I used to rewind that in Greece where he, he's playing baseball and he gets struck out and he just grabs the fucking catcher's mask, pulls it back, <laughs> bites him in the face. Does he go backwards or something? <laughs> that might be an Adam Sandler that. movie. <laughs> Get Out of Geek, this is the Get Out of Movies crew. We are talking Wonder Woman full spoilers discussion. Don't listen on any further. Pause this until you've seen the film. We've got a non-spoilers review up on the podcast channels already. If you haven't seen the film, that's a safe one to go listen to. Find out if we give it the thumbs up or the thumbs down and why. Thumbs up. Spoiler alert. There you go. Mm. It's the first and last spoiler you're going to hear right now. We're just going to go into full spoilers discussion. Talk about the movie. My name is Mitch. Joining me, part of the Get Out of Movies crew, we got Maddie, Yo. Brendan, I'm Batman. And Reese is not thank, to be here. Thank God there was none of that in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> not Reese. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, look, look, not a bad place to start. If you listen to our um, non spoilers chat, I said that, you know, I wanted to talk about the connections or lack thereof, uh, maybe, to other DCEU films. And uh, yeah, while this movie started with her in the Louvre, is that how do you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. In, uh, in Paris. Um, and I, a nice I, drone shot. Yeah, Ooh. absolutely. I thought for sure this was going to bookend with the Louvre, which it did, but that she would be having some kind of mini, as small as it may have been, discussion mm. with Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne yeah. at the end. Not even to, no. as a tease to Justice League. It's just because BVS, the last sort of... It ended with them sort of, you know, having established some kind of working relationship. They were going to do something in the future, put a team together, blah, blah, blah. And we were just going to at least pepper that in to sort of say, yes, this is still connected to that world, even though you've just seen a whole film that's got really nothing to do with it. But it, yeah. it wasn't to be there. And Did- it didn't miss it. It's mm. not like it needed it and they didn't do it because of the bad reaction of BVS. But it just didn't need it. Didn't he actually- go all out for a photograph? Like he had an armoured truck with... Wayne Enterprises oh, on mate, it. Money, 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 money. <laughs> it just seems unnecessary. I was, um, I was that's, the, that's, the, that's the billionaire philanthropist of him <laughs> yeah. coming out. It's like, do you just want to email, like, send it to her in the post? Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. You can FedEx that overnight. You know, yeah. no, he's no. Just I want a glass him. one. He's keeping <laughs> and, security uh, guards employed. So, yeah. you know, he's, he's doing right for everybody. <laughs> I was actually concerned during those first shots because obviously I've never been back to, to BVS. I haven't gone back to rewatch it or anything like I that. I think you did, didn't I you? I tried. I think you sent it. No, I. You still hit up Blockbuster. I swear you sent and it's like a, a shot of three movies that you hired out. One of them was... No, 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 no. I sent you a picture of them on the shelf. <laughs> and what I was going to send you after... What I was going to send you after that was a video of me knocking one of Batman v Superman off the shelf onto the floor. But as I was about to... <laughs> as I was about to do that, the girl who walked there walked past. So I, I gave it's up. It's like, we're it. the last blockbuster in the country. Oh, no. Don't break our stuff, <laughs> yeah. man, please. Uh-oh, that 16-year-old girl's going to get me in trouble. Because <laughs> it was literally just going to be... It was going to be... It was going to be one of these. It was going to be to the, to the DVD. It was going to be one of these. Just a... Yeah. Just like straight off the shelf. Oh, oh yeah. Good. yeah. Don't do it to yeah. the $10 Blu-ray, but definitely do it to the studio equipment. Yeah. The screens yeah. here. That, I mean, that's only worth a couple of <laughs> grand. That's fine. fine. No, nah, it's easy. Um, But yeah, so, <laughs> so I hadn't been back and I was really... He doesn't have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. Yeah. Keep going. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> I was concerned it was going to tie in with the scene in BVS where she gets the email from Bruce going and sending the picture via email and yeah. saying, I know who you are or whatever. And I was concerned for a moment that it, that, that was going to be the lead in. And it was basically this, the whole flashback that is this film was going to be the point, the like the reason behind her then going to fight mm. the the big battle at the end of Batman v Superman. And I'm so glad it wasn't oh, that it was. I was going to say that would be a shit idea. And then you said that would be her um, motivation. Mm. That makes that idea slightly less shit, but I'm still glad that they didn't go anywhere near that. Like, that yeah. would have been terrible to have this whole... Fl- Even though she's not sitting there reliving, like, weeks and years of her life in a split second when there's this giant monster, you know, terrorising Gotham and Metropolis or whichever city mm. it was. But, yeah, I'm glad they did what they did. Set in yeah. the future from that story, but reliving the past completely yeah, so independent. establishes that... She and Bruce do have some kind of relationship, you know, that they're they're staying in touch. She's done this nice thing for her that sort of gives her these sort of this this sort of memory yeah. of, of why she became who she is. And um Yeah. I mean I'll, he's I'll, dreaming. He's got no chance. With maybe, her. maybe that's why he's <laughs> 
all armored truck, of just trying to is. really, hey, you know, baby. show it off. And the, the I know you're immortal and you're from a secret <laughs> island. The absolute, god, and you're a god, but I've got money. I've got my superpowers. I've got money. Oh god, that um, was horrible. But the, the Justice League the, the, Also, the fact that they're unloading the truck as she's just strolling past the truck on her way to work. And yeah, I was wondering yeah. whether they dropped her off or something. Like, yeah, yeah. she didn't notice that. The Wayne Enterprises yeah. truck, and no, she was just having a carry Sex in the City moment. She's <laughs> it was to <laughs> the um when I saw the Wayne Enterprises on the side of that truck, I'm like, God, I miss Christian Bale as Batman. <laughs> I don't See, know why. I just that was oh. the first thing. I, I was gonna say, Maddie, Maddie stops agreeing of. with you from this point yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> that was for Maddie. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> um, and also yeah. me, I love Christian Bale, but I'm I'm a yeah. Batfleck fan as well. So, um, you win it. No. Uh, <laughs> Let's not ruin More. this chat with let's Ben just, Affleck. Let's, let's just keep moving. Let's just return to the let's just turn to the least uh, disagreeable moment, and let's just Keaton is king. Let's just we can all agree yeah, on that. Fair enough. We just go back to, as far as we can to the point well, where we all agree on something. Cl- I can't even finish. You want to get I'm nuts? <laughs> Come let's on, get nuts. let's get nuts. I'm a five foot four Batman. You want to get nuts? <laughs> no, we're he's... the same. Split right down the middle. <laughs> I just wanted to say I loved the start. Where where is she from? Because they changed it. No, it's from obscure. the original. Yeah. That's where she's always been from. Uh, I think originally it was called something else. But... No, it's always been Themis- It's the island Themyscira. It's a Greek island. The thing they changed that I was confused about is Steve Trevor. You, Chris Pine. Oh, <laughs> um, didn't take long. No, I just had to get that out there. Just cathartic purge. So he's... <laughs> yeah, because he won't do it again. He's a captain for British intelligence... But he's American, Just but, as he's, a Nazi. but he's undercover as a Nazi. <laughs> no, I think it's that he got leased out, basically, to the British oh, intelligence. okay. Yeah, as part I was of... trying to figure out how they... Because in every other sort of Wonder Woman like, story, he's just an American pilot. I guess That's... if we're going to compare like we did in our non-spores, let's go Marvel, you know, to, and, and how this is very much a, a part Thor, part Captain America. Hayley Atwell, she was British, but she was working with the American military. You know, she was as part of the SSR, you know? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that kind of works. I must have yeah. missed that in the um, yeah. in some of the. Do- oh, they, just... they very skimmed over the details, but that's how I took. Was I was that probably he just was lost in out. Gal's eyes at the time. Uh, look, and no one is going to criticize you for that. <laughs> so I'm glad that they brought up. They pretty much nailed everything except no invisible jet plane. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> they would have got to London so much quicker. Um, I, f- no, I feel like the, even all the all the um, Amazon fighting. There was a lot of spinning, like those slow motion spinning yeah, kicks. And to me, that was, that was kind of like an homage to when Linda Carter used to spin to transform yeah. oh, yeah. into Wonder Woman. Yeah, hey, look, lack of right. DCEU connections, no Linda Carter cameo. I thought mm. maybe, I mean, it, it would have oh, yeah. probably stood out, but I still th- I still thought they would do it. I, I honestly a, still thought they would a, put her in there somewhere. In a perfect world, she would have been a great Hippolyta, but I just don't know if she could have handled that role and done it done it as well yeah i wouldn't have wanted to seen her have like actress. a sizable role um, Oh, as, as her mom now yeah, yeah. no I, I don't want to see that Actually, happen because that's so on the nose like mm. oh she's not wonder woman anymore she's you know wonder woman's you know mother but uh, i know we referenced supergirl the uh the tv show in our non-spoilers chat helen slater who played supergirl in the movie is now supergirl's adoptive mother in in that show oh. but doesn't have a big enough role in there to oh that's what it, yeah it's kind of like a just a little fun sort of you know mm. nod if you remember I, that sort um, of stuff. Uh, i really like Robin Wright in this, who mm. plays Claire Underwood in House of Cards. Yep, she was great. Oh, she was the other like she was um, the general Hippolyta's sister, her auntie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bought um, her as a badass warrior. Yeah. God, you would not want to cross her. Jen A. Yeah. Um, no, she was really good. But the All thing I wanted to say was the brilliant. origin stories. I'm glad they brought up. I made you out of clay and Zeus. Yeah, they had you, to. They had to do, and it was enough what they said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's things the, uh, like that you've you've got to honor. Like, yes, yeah. I'm all for updating things and and you know bringing them into 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 the you know the modern way of thinking. Yeah. But there's just certain things that you you can't just you know skip over that yeah. you can't you can't ignore. And, and you I'm, can, I'm really glad that they the way that they did it was almost like oh you can throw that away as like a cheeky little girl story that you can tell your kid. Yeah, yeah. Which I liked. I liked the way they did that. They didn't go, she was made of stone and blah. Yeah. 
that would have been boring. And I think it's yeah, it, and it's fun for the for the newcomers. Yeah. But then yeah, for those you know hardcore fans that, that know her backstory, that's I think that honoured it quite nicely. And look, yeah. I'm not in that camp. I don't know her her rich backstory or anything like that. So I go in. I don't know how much of their origin they've changed. If it's a completely new one, completely original amalgamation of both, whatever. But I thought it just even now thinking about it. How amazing is it that you get the line from her mother, tells this young girl, oh, you know, you, I made you out of clay and I asked a god to give you life. And I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. no, it doesn't. <laughs> what? There's an island of only women. She made you out of mud and asked a god to bring you to life. Like a real girl. There's a great... Yeah. Wait, wait, that shouldn't so make say, sense, right? Greek Pinocchio. There's a great yeah. animated film, Wonder Woman, with, um, I want to say... Is it Kerry Russell who played uh, Felicity? Yeah, yeah, yeah Kerry Russell. She actually voiced Wonder Woman in this 2007 animated film, and you actually sort of they they show that scene mm. of um, Hippolyta sort of molding her out of clay and then sort of holding her up, and she's sort of struck by a bolt of lightning, and and you seal that. So it was it was, it was a great way to honor that, yeah, and, um, and just give enough to not bog down the film like it. There are a couple of moments later on where it maybe got a little bit slow, but then sort of you know saved it quite quickly. Well, but none of the none of the scenes on Themyscira. Um, I felt sort of were, were too long or, yeah. oh, no, I, or dragged. I, I could have spent more time there. Quite, I could have spent I, a whole yeah. film there. The design of the happily. place was beautiful. Like it looked stunning. You know, the colours were all rich Brilliant. and stuff. And and just seeing like the whole island, they're just they're all warriors. You know, I mean, even yeah. the ones that aren't warriors, you know that they could probably do some damage as well. But just that whole world, yeah, we didn't spend that long, but I completely mm. bought into everything they were selling me. Like the whole clay thing, because then you have to use that and add that to the fact that there is no men on the island. So it's like, well, how do they reproduce? Clay, gods, bang, don't need any, for, any well, more information. Yeah. Well, I'm in a sci-fi world. That That's that's all I need to make it make sense. Yeah. On on that reproduction thing, because they kind of changed that in the in the comic 52, that she um, they actually find sailors on the way past. Ah. And you don't have to censor this because it's canon. They basically rape them and murder them. And wow. Well, I think that's based on... The real Amazons yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. The, Whereas obviously in, in this in this movie, it was more like, well, they're all kind of immortal. And it, they do say at one point that um, Diana is the only child on the entire island. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So no, none of the other Amazons have any children. There's no, they don't need to procreate because they're all immortal. Yeah. So I thought that was a really nice way to, you know, that was like their gift from, from Zeus for, you know, saving the world. Immortal, but like still quite fragile in a way like it doesn't take much to kill them like I know they got shot mm. by a bullet like but that yeah, okay that, that would kill a human but I actually yeah. thought they might have been a bit tougher but you saw at least a couple of Amazons that would get hit by one stray bullet and they were down they were down for the count they died yeah. uh, obviously Wonder Woman is different for reasons we find out later on in the film like but she it's obviously like, bleeds because she she got cut and yeah. Yeah. she's got super healing mm. super sense she's basically well she's a demigod yeah basically based on yeah the only thing they didn't do which they kind of did when she crossed her arms is like in the in the comics, she can basically hulk out. Like the gauntlets are actually keeping in her power. Yeah, so right. So she takes the gauntlets oh. off. She she fucking hulks out and yeah. goes mental. <laughs> I've like, never seen oh, that. That's cool. Yeah, that's kind of fun. I was wondering because they have, they didn't mention it in the origin, so I'm like, oh, they obviously won't. And do even it. as a child, you do see her wearing those gauntlets. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. by the way, that little the young Diana, yeah, she so was brilliant. Yeah, she was fine, yeah. So brilliant. Just perfect casting on that. And that's because that's got a risk of it being cheesy when you see the young girl watching the Warriors training and her just wah, 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 like practice fighting. Like, that can very easily not work. And you're just like, oh, God, yeah, okay. Oh, now now she's going to want to fight and then they're not going to let her and then they're going to let her. And and I'm sitting next to Brendan. I know you were laughing, but, like, you've got a young girl, so you're laughing. I'm like, you're actually, I think you're buying into this and so am I. Like, it was done very well. I just picture my daughter doing it because she does stupid shit like that and you laugh. It's funny. (laughs) And then this young actress (laughs) sort of gave that same sort of, you know, cheeky but innocent smile that Gal can do. Yeah. You know, that you just melt your heart and you just go, oh, you can do whatever you like. Do whatever you, <laughs> do whatever you want. Watch you're South a, Park. You're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of uh, that, while she was still in the film, uh, obviously because it is an origin story, so the young girl doesn't get uh, a lot of screen time, but I really liked the animated not prologue, but the animated backstory <gasps> that Hippolyta yeah. tells young Diana about the gods and about, you know, mm. I, and I love, I love Greek mythology, you oh, know, like, so good. you know, whether I am watching something like this yeah, or Hercules, watching Hercules, Hercules, the legendary, the legendary journeys. journeys. Yeah. I love Greek mythology. So to have, you know, Zeus and he created humans and then, you know, his other child, obviously not Hercules, the one we know, but Ares, the God of war, you know, 
disagreed with that, and that's all these fighting that he corrupted humans to tear each other apart, and all that, this shit. I do know in in some instances they actually hint that Ares is actually her father, whereas obviously in this film it's it's sort of we're told that Zeus is actually her father, yeah. And then at the end of the film she says goodbye, brother, as she yeah. as she lays the smackdown on Ares. Yeah, well, Link, my brother was next to me, and when she sailed off, and it was like, oh, well, are they, are they setting it up that it is it supposed to be that obvious to us that she is actually the daughter of Zeus that that he and Hippolyta actually had sex and and yeah. and procreated rather than he created her rather you know like by striking lightning into into clay and I've went well it's either that or the secret is that she is actually Ares' daughter somehow you know and that's going to mm. be the big thing but it was kind of neither but more the Zeus thing you know and uh I did I I again I don't know the the backstory of Wonder Woman I didn't see that coming that twist that she is actually the god killer weapon I figured that was the sword cuz you know, mainly because I've been watching videos and sharing images of yeah. the God Killer sword and things. And so I, I thought, I thought he just swapped it out because she gave her sword and her shield to Old Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had an inkling, it. and I was trying to remember whether that was the same design sword from Batman vs Superman, which is obviously set some, yeah. you know, 80, 90, 100 years later. Yeah. Yeah. I had an inkling because there was the moment when Hippolyta talks to um, the general about she can never know what she really is. Mm. Yeah, and I was like, oh. Oh, okay. So she could be, she could be the weapon. Yeah. Even but, if it kills her. Yeah, it could be one of those. That was weird. Yeah, it could be one of those, you know, self-sacrificing kind of things. But having said that, when Ares destroys the the God Slayer sword, I that I was like, whoa! Like, because I kind of <laughs> just got so wrapped up in what I was watching that when that happened, I was just like, holy crap! You know what annoyed me about that now? scene? She left her sword, one of the most precious things to all of the mm. Amazonians in the dude's chest on the roof, mm. talked to Chris Pine for five minutes. I'm thinking the entire time, the sword's on the roof, the sword's yeah. on the roof, the sword's yeah. on the roof. And, and the then she reaches out and it's not on her back. And I'm like, well, duh. Yeah. And then there was that weird editing thing where, because she, like, she reaches for the sword and it's not there. And then the boring, boring Chris Pine stuff. And then we come back and she's kind of jumping down yeah. from the from the roof of the, you know, yeah. um, what do you call it? Post, the yep. security post. Watchtower, yeah. Watchtower. Um, to get the sword, and it's like Ares just stood there the whole time yeah. waiting for him to go and do <laughs> yeah. that. And, and see, for back. me, I'm like, I, I, I didn't like... mind that. I guess it pays off because he knew it wasn't going to do him any damage. But I'm like, does that show how cocky and arrogant he is? He's like, go get it. Well, I would I like to have seen that. That was the only problem. No, I had absolutely. Was the weird yeah, jump yeah, yeah. cut. Yeah, it's, same, it's strange they didn't. The same as when uh, that there was the two weird editing points. There was that, and then there was also the the ball at you know Nazi headquarters or whatever it was, where Chris Pine stops her from from you know pulling her sword out to lay the smackdown on that German guy, and then she goes, "No, I'm going to do it." And instead of going after him. She runs away, like, and runs out of the mm. uh, out of the castle. Yeah, and goes, "You stop me!" Blah blah blah. And then suddenly he's ages away, and he's launched the the weapons, and she jumps on the horse to run off. You know, to do all that sort of so stuff. Back, and I was, was that back to the town that they was, they slept in? The I night think before? it was. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be that town. I don't know right. whether it was or not. But yeah, so the motivations there was a little bit murky, especially because they made a point of there was that beat where when they're entering the castle, you see that the soldier setting up all the chairs. So it's yeah. kind of supposed that was going to be the big to me that was going to be the, the viewing. big viewing thing the big yeah. um, crescendo to this party who's so going all the guests were going to sit down and watch this new mustard gas take out this town yeah so I kind of feel like there was scenes missing there or something like that that maybe ended up on the cutting room floor just for for pacing and timing's sake yeah but it was a little bit jarring that was the first that was the first time in the entire film where I was like oh wait what's going on I actually think I read that Wonder Woman doesn't have any deleted scenes. <gasps> Actually, now you say that, I think I read the yeah. same. Yeah, so there, there'll the be nothing thing. major on the DVD that will be, you know, like it might, yeah. like, maybe tiny little extended scenes or something, but yeah, yeah, nothing to nothing great missing from the film. And then she, when she was on that horse, all of a sudden the her dress is in the air, and it's <laughs> off. Yeah. I'm like, did you? You didn't have the Wonder Woman outfit underneath that dress. I she know that for a fact. She definitely had the <laughs> <hoods on. laughs> And I, oh, I didn't you guys think about that actually. That. I thought you were just laughing because of the shot. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. She would throw it off, but you're right. You would be able to see the armor, yeah, the quite, armor. quite well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing is her her um, her crown Tiara. apparently in the in the origins mm. is actually magic, and if she pegs it at Superman, it can harm him because he's oh, like Sailor Moon, <laughs> basically. <laughs> 
Sure. Uh, <laughs> that was that was one thing they did miss in the fact that we never actually go to the United States at any point in this film. It's all yeah. sort of London. And one of the, you know, the reasons why Wonder Woman wears red, white, and blue, and in this it's kind of red, silver, and blue, like is, is yeah. basically her, her motif, is it was it's it's to honor the country she chooses to protect. So as a as a sign of respect to the United States when she goes there to protect it, she dons the colours of the nation's flag. Yeah. So it was they never really touched on that. I guess you could say, well, Britain's flag is red, white, and blue as well. So I guess, yeah. you know And Australia. <laughs> <laughs> but having said that, the the great thing about all the scenes we saw um on Themyscira is it maybe completely buy her outfit. Mm. It just t- I totally bought it because the, the the eagle motif you see Hippolyta wearing quite a bit mm. and obviously her tiara is kind of a broken down version of, of the general's um That's sort right. of headdress that was you know given yeah, that to her. Were awesome um, costumes. Oh the costuming, everything on, on Themyscira was absolutely gorgeous. Like just the the scenery, the costumes, everything there was just so so beautiful. Yeah, because you have to buy that why they wear what they wear and why it yeah. looks the way that it does that it's not just some wet dream for some Geek fanboys, we're watching. <laughs> yeah. We're like, yeah. well, of course, we're going to get a really hot girl and a bunch of other women wearing next to nothing, and they're fighting with swords. And it's like, yeah. come on, like this. Obviously, honestly, it's very yeah. hot there. And yeah, that was uh, yes, hence the bubble. And God, that was cool <laughs> effects too. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that was great. And going into the bubble, and that was one of the problems I had with um, B- well, one of the many issues I had with BVS was the fact that you know you do this this the shot of the three of them, you know, ready to take down Gollum or whoever it was they were bloody fighting. <laughs> And it's like you've got Superman, who arguably is more, is stronger than Wonder Woman. Yeah, he's from the neck down, covered, head to toe. Yeah, like in Batman, <laughs> all he's got is is eyes and mouth. That's all you can see of him. Yeah. He's just covered in armor and capes and weapon, all that sort of stuff. She's in a mini skirt and a crop top. <laughs> so to me, it was kind of like, oh, and you know, a lot of the new Fifty Two and and other you know iterations of Wonder Woman, she's a lot more covered up. You know, she's wearing pants and you know, mm. and, and and not as much sort of boob out and all that sort of stuff. So they could have gone that way. Um, but I kind of feel like this retroactively, you know, fixes that, you know, the the, the inconsistency there because yeah. it's just that Themyscira was just so beautiful. That was, it, was it just me or in BVS was her costume a lot darker? It was, yeah, I think so, and yeah. I think they've out of the movie. I, I mean, it could have been the director of Wonder Woman. It could have been someone who's working on Justice League has been asked about it, you know, because they, they thank God, they give her own film. They're like, no, bugger it. Let's make it really blue. Yeah. You know, because it was, it was a lot awesome. darker. And they've sort of said, oh, because that is set in the future, it's like it's stained with the blood of her enemies or some other bullshit or something. I, so, I could cop that it was fading, but in the last scene, she jumps out and it's just the same color. Yeah. Mm. So hopefully in Justice League, it's just something they just look over. It's like, look, that was, we, we did that. We're moving on, and like you know, I, I know that w- there's been a lot of negativity around those movies in the past uh, since. But it's like, hey, you know what? If, they, if this is it, and from here on out, they're doing better stuff. It's like, well, good. They've seen yeah. the mistakes they've made. They went. They're not going to so much apologize. They're just going to make up for them. So it's like well, they didn't make it so blue and so red. It was like a dull version of both, yeah. and it was still a cool looking costume, but. The blue really worked, even in No Man's Land when she's walking between the oh, two sets of God. trenches. That was awesome. And she, the first true shot you saw of her in that outfit without some kind of black hooded coat on or anything, all slow-mo glory, and it's so blue, so red, so silver, like you said. And I'm like, I get it. It's it's in amongst a grey, dirty, brown, black, clouded background. It f***ing worked, and yeah. it looked awesome. I'll I'll, I'll say it. That scene when she when she storms no man land no man's land, that's when I cried. <laughs> oh it really? Was, that was the moment. Just it wasn't even her theme song music. It was the precursor before that because he's like, no, it's impossible. No one can ever do that. No one. These guys have been here for a year and moved an inch. Yeah. It's like it's like everything Captain America has ever said in the MCU times ten. <laughs> like yeah. he's this, you know, the Boy Scout. He's the one for for hope and and you know the little guy, the one man that can make a difference. And to me, she just blew him out of the water. Yep. Anything, yeah. you know, Chris Evans has ever given us in terms of, you know, those sort of kind of speeches, her her earnest nature and the the one person can make a difference and the way she just sort of stood up and did it and just that I was she already... I was a mess. I was not just a single tear, I was crying because it was just so beautiful and so inspiring. Um and just it just visually just Absolutely blew me away. She'd already I, let I a few overcome. go. She's like, I could help them. And they're like, come on, we've got to get to the front line. Mm. We've mm. got to get there. And she's like, nah, this is the final straw here. The line must be drawn here, yeah. this far, <laughs> no further. <laughs> and they, those are the moments that I was talking about in, in our non-spoilers chat were 
that was probably the second time, third time she'd had an argument with Chris Pine about wanting to do good. He's like, no, Mm. there are times when you need to not say what you want to say and not do what you want to do for the greater good. You know, take a step back so that tomorrow you can take two steps forward or something, you know. And that was another one of those moments. And she said, no, 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 no. And she was talking over him where in most, I think every other film where I've seen that same situation play out, the person being argued against, in this case, Wonder Woman, stops talking eventually. They see reason. Because it wasn't like Chris Pine was wrong. He's still not fully aware of her capabilities. Oh, he thinks she's batshit crazy. He thinks she's crazy. Yeah. He knows That's she's what, kind like she's of good. She's smoking hot, so yeah. he's kind of overlooking that at yeah. the moment. And it's 19, you know, <laughs> 17 or whatever. So he's still like a man trying to look after yeah, this pretty, true. petite woman. And mm. he's talking over and I'm like, I can see your point. That's war. You're trying to get around, not create any crazy shit and get other people killed. And she's like, yeah, okay. Boom. Code off. I'm, I'm getting... <laughs> yeah. she, it wasn't even like she goes, I'm going anyway, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. It was... Fuck it, I'm gone. Well, she got yeah. the crown, the tiara on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That, that was actually really cool. Yeah. And then she... It was obviously her putting it on too. Yeah, she cool. sort of bent yeah. down to put it on and yeah. she's like, this shit, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> such a better line. Why don't we write this? <laughs> actually, just before we continue with that scene, I was just looking at who did write this. This has a few people sort of go through writing it and story and all that sort of stuff. I know that we touched on uh, earlier that Zack Snyder actually came up. He just up. did the Chris Pine shit. Sure, he came up with the story, right? <laughs> he had nothing to do. Yeah, the Chris Pine story. Jason Fuchs, who uh, he was part of the story. He did the the Peter Pan movie out recently, which got a oh, pan. I, I kind of enjoyed it. He got, he got panned. Pan, pan got panned, right? Alan Heidberg, who is credited as the screenwriter. So everyone else did the story, okay. but he's obviously packaged it all together. He's a screenwriter. He's the typer. Now this, I want to say, he's got 10 credits to his name. I want to say this is the first film to his name, which is uh, very <coughs> impressive. Everything else is TV. Uh, Scandal, which is obviously a TV show that's still going, right? Grey's Anatomy. So how much confidence oh, would you guys have had? And guess what else, Matty? What? He's written an episode of The Gilmore Girls. Yeah, yeah. Who is he? <laughs> I'm not. He go- just told you. <laughs> what was no? What was his name? Which which one? Alan Heinberg. I'm not looking to see which episode. Oh, he is. I am. Oh, you guys talk, talk amongst yourselves. I'll see if it was a good episode. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that that action was uh, was great. Like it was very heavily marketed in the trailer where she's running yeah. through, yeah. knocking slow mo bullets, missiles, and shit, and then sitting there with her shield while she's getting hammered by a machine gun fire, standing up. And then in the movie, it goes further. She's actually kneeling down. There's three oh, machine God, guns. That was good. And I, what I love about that. <laughs> Is even though he's Chris Pine's trying to look after this petite woman that he thinks is batshit crazy, she goes up, she's knocking bullets out the way, he goes, She's taking all the fire! <laughs> yeah, Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> and but, but, I just I, I just liked that how she wasn't just like Superman just do- knocking bullets. Ding 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 ding. When those three turret guns were on her, yeah. she's like, Oh shit. She's actually feeling it a little yeah, bit. And yeah, and it kind of pushed her back up, but she still got it. Like, yeah. She's still Nailing it. They're, and they're screwed. Almost like she knew that she was waiting for those guys. Like she wouldn't have heard them coming after her, but then she yeah. saw them and it was like, yeah, okay, well, I've got this. You know, you yeah. go and do other things. And they were shooting uh, the guys that were shooting at her. But I follow a guy on Twitter who saw it a couple of weeks ago. He's, he's in America and he, he wasn't allowed to say anything. Like he's under embargo to actually review the film. But one of the things he was allowed to say in a reaction, he said, I, I cannot help but give every commendation to Warner Brothers and Patty Jenkins, the director, uh, for not putting the best action scenes in the trailer at all. And then a clip was released about a week ago, which immediately followed that trench thing when they went into the town and it was like, a, not a single shot, it didn't last very long, but the camera ran after her and she's taking bullet fire, alleyway, bang, punching people out of the way. And it was just that whole sequence. It wasn't the, I would have loved that whole sequence to go longer. No man's land up until when the, uh, mm. they saved the tower. Yeah. I want to say that lasted for five minutes, you know, maybe, but yeah. I wanted maybe even just an extra minute, an extra two minutes because it was, it was just so cool to watch. And I don't know whether it was just because of the character that we were watching or the style, the way they shot it, or just because we're finally watching a, a female action star be able to do the shit that a lot of other super-powered male characters have been able to do. And I'm not trying to get into some kind of sexist conversation, but something about it just feels so fresh to me and I mm. wanted more from it because it was awesome. In uh, in I was talking in our non-spoilers chat in the way it reminded me very much of the, the best of Thor and the best of Captain America. In a lot of those scenes, it reminded me of the best of Buffy as well. Because towards the end of that TV show, she is kind of a general, you know, leading her troops into battle. And it kind of gave me that um, that kind of feeling. The one issue I had with some of the the fighting scenes is is they had a hard time 
expressing her agility. I found when she did some of those leaps and the, the quick movements, the CG just wasn't quite all there for me. Yeah, or even yeah. Uh, a lot but of that... the slow stuff. It, on Themyscira at the start where um, Hippolyta was, did a backflip or some... What? Hippolyta. Hippolyta. God, I'm... <laughs> when Diana's mum... Um... <laughs> <laughs> if you'll notice, I haven't actually said uh, the general's name because I cannot remember it and no. I cannot pronounce it. So Robin Wright, Claire Underwood. Jenna. <laughs> 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 there, I know there was just some yeah CGI there that was mm. like ten years. Yeah, yeah, ago. it was just a little bit too. It was almost like you know Harry Potter when he's on his on his uh, broomstick and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, like bit a too couple of years beyond cartoony. Keanu Reeves and the Matrix sequels. Like it's yeah. like you can tell yeah. there's a face painted on that CGI body, but it's just it. Ha- it's like they have some of that stuff with the whip, like the the lasso. Um, in, yeah. in the town when she was whipping some stuff around. I thought the running when she ran into the tank that was odd. Mm. She kind of. But I, I, have, I have to say, the scene you're talking about, Mitch, sort of, you know, where we're going through the town, and then she, yeah, she does that jump sort of off one building and then through the window yeah. and into the battle. To me, that scene can tell the scene of Batman in BVS that you guys loved in the warehouse to go a dick. <laughs> that shat all over Affleck's scene. Which, that reminded oh, me... Oh, the scene overall. The scene overall. hers when she busts through that window, through window. and takes yeah. out all those guards. To me, that was very similar to that Batman one. To me, yeah. it shat all over it because, I mean, I was so... Che- I think... I was I, so checked out of BVS by the time we got to that. Yeah. I didn't care. Oh, for me, not that I had I thought you- about comparing it until now that we're talking about it. For me, I think the... This isn't just me trying to defend BVS or anything or just because it's Batman, but... I think that the amount of CG that was still in this Wonder Woman scene alone, even though they're in a... Like, her yeah. doing flips and shit where... No, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of CG in that Trinity BBS scene. But it was also mm. a lot of practical effects with our, you know, ripping stuff yeah, across ratchet, the room on, on wires and, and shit. And you could feel, and you could feel the brutality oh, of that yeah. scene because you know there's a an angry man <laughs> yeah. in a suit punching the shit out of people into the ground. Like, okay, him punching... as far as I know, of a friggin' animal. Yeah, really. absolutely. Mm. And I think, yeah, that's where this film can't escape is the fact that she doesn't wear a mask, she doesn't wear a suit. So you get to see it is a real human that you're supposed to be seeing. And a lot of stuff she would have been doing that would have been real, and she likes to do a lot of her own stunts. So there's only so many times where they can hide a lot more of the trickier stunt work that she would otherwise have to do, or where they have got a stunt person in, so some weird cuts or anything. But I think because of the setting and and the time period this is set, there is just so much CG that they... I want to say have to put in, but other times I don't feel like they have to, but they just mm. they just do it. Just green screen. And Sometimes I think it's quicker and easier than doing practical yeah. stuff, and it's kind of the easy way out. I almost prefer the days like you know the original Star Wars where the tech just wasn't there, so they yeah. had to yeah. create practical ways to do things. Yeah, and yeah. I think too like I think a lot more movies, not just DCU, which has been very reliant on uh, on CG, but. You know, we, we all loved Civil War and there's that great scene in the airport scene. But for me, I think I watched it knowing that half the characters are in that scene were there on the yeah, day being yeah. shot. Yeah. The other half are completely uh, CGI characters and the, they weren't actually at an airport. They weren't even at a, a, an open field. They were in a green screen studio yeah. set up. Nothing about that scene is real except for Scarlett Johansson and Jeremy even, Renner, really. so Correct me if I'm wrong, but in Man of Steel, when he comes out of the spaceship or whatever the that was meant to be yeah. in the ice. Yeah. Is that, that looked green screen to yeah, me. No, every, yeah, no. It looks completely fake. Uh, yeah. Really takes uh, if, if we can digress quickly, just on that uh, Alan Heinberg. Oh, please don't. Um, <laughs> Gra- Grey's Anatomy aside, he wrote a uh, season two episode of Gilmore Girls called Help Wanted, which is one of my favorites. Uh, great uh, father-daughter story there. And on top of that, he did. Uh, he also produced for 10 episodes and produced on the OC. So, good bloke there. He, he may also have Produced, being a supervising producer nah, keep on, going. On, sex, <laughs> well on, on Sex in the City, which is a little bit, you know, goes against uh, what I'm uh, what I'm trying to do here. Oh, and Party of Five. <sighs> Continue with you. Sorry, what? Continue with your Superman, whatever. Hang on, go on. Welcome back to Getting a Geek. We're still talking <laughs> Wonder Woman. <And> wife. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I love this movie. It was great because, like, it is the first live-action Wonder Woman and it stood up to what it would had to be, I think. Mm. This was kind of my final straw for the DCEU. If, if this had been a, another Suicide Squad, I was, I was going to tap out. I, was, yeah. I mean, we had the joke, I was going to burn this shirt, and I was going <laughs> to be done. And on top of that is, you know, what, eight, nine years ago, Joss Whedon almost helmed a, 
a Wonder Woman film. Yeah. Which no doubt I would have loved. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that going to be with Megan? Um, um, Megan Gale. Megan Gale. Oh, she was going to be part of George Miller's, like mm. a young Justice League type. Yeah, she was right. going to be Wonder Woman and that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely, it's it's a step in the right direction. There was a moment I kind of had to laugh to myself. If if this had been the next Suicide Squad, there's a moment towards the end of the film where Gal says, or you know, Diana says, "I believe in love," and in my head, I'm like, "If this was yeah. Suicide Squad, they would have dropped the darkness right there, <laughs> <laughs> just in the background, just to drop something." And I was like, "Slow mo." Oh, thank God, thank God. This is what I wanted to mention uh, as to why they decided to date Wonder Woman in the world in World War One. Considering that Superman is was created in 1938 and Batman the year after, I think she was in 41. I want to say mm. Wonder Woman, the first first yeah, incarnation. I, I think you're muddying things there. I think it's. I don't think they were at any point they were trying to do an homage to when she was created in the comics or anything like that. I think in the Linda Carter um, Wonder Woman series, it was like you know, kind of set in World War Two or Vietnam or something like that. So I think it's it's just it's trying to established that she is kind of immortal and, and very, very old. Right. So I think, A, it was kind of already set up in BVS that they kind of had to continue on for this film. But also I think, well, they had to set it in a big war. What? So it's like, well, if you set it in World War Two, A, is that long enough ago? And B, is that going to draw too many comparisons to Captain America? Well, it already has. Yeah, it already but, has. But, so. but what, what I was trying to say is, what would I would have found interesting is that if they did Man of Steel in the 50s, and he he was a child from the fifties, grew up with that Boy Scout mentality, and now he. Well, no, that's just Captain America. Well, this yeah, is that's, what Superman. That's what they. That's what actually, he is, though. That's like, what he is. It might be Captain America the movie, but it's like, well, but, Superman was here first, and that's what he was. But Superman's yeah. not immortal. Superman will grow old and die at some point. Well, yeah, but it's going to take him a shitload of yeah, time. Yeah, not though. very long. Yeah, but it's like didn't well, they didn't they say in one well, at one point he will live past our yellow sun? That's five well, billion years. I don't, I don't know, but. You, you can't have Superman that long ago. Well, how do you have Lex Luthor? Like, what is? How long has has Clark Kent? Well, been this Superman? is what I'm saying. Like, is... this could have been like a cool way because we've done Batman Superman Origins before. We've done it. I'm just thinking mm. this would be a cool way to start. You know, the next they're in there. Like, Batman's already at his late stage of his life. Maybe Superman could be late in his career because, and Wonder Woman's already obviously been around for that long. I just thought that would be a cool concept. Because Superman, for me, like he can't do too much more with Superman. This mm. is why I'm all about Young Justice, and it's something I want to talk to Mitch and the um. And the I'm DC. talking about Old Justice and the him, and the DC you know. guys that I want to talk to them about is is I'm, I feel the same about the Arrowverse and and all that sort of stuff. It's it's kind of all been done, and I actually I'm going to set the guys the challenge to actually watch um the two. If I sat through 90 episodes of friggin' CW ness. I want them to actually sit through 40, 20 minute episodes of Young Justice. <laughs> I can guarantee you, I'm the only one who's going to do it. Ben, Ben <laughs> won't go near animated stuff. Crazy, he's he's insane. Um, because it in that it focuses on the sidekicks and like Batman and Superman and those sort of other characters are like these iconic gods that just sort of descend from the Watchtower every now and then to sort of help them out or. Or, you know, mm. get them out of trouble. Because it's like, like Brendan was saying, there's only so much you can do with these characters. Um, there's only so many stories that you can tell. So, yeah, that's why I kind of feel like it's time it's time to move on. And it's time to, yeah, look at, I mean, there's some amazing, in Young Justice, there's some amazing iterations of um, of Superboy and Miss Martian and Artemis and, and uh, Kid Flash and, and all these sort of characters. And a great Aqualad. Really, really interesting characters. So yeah, I'd really love to see maybe in another five or ten years them get a run um, live action. Yeah, this it'll be interesting to see what kind of change Wonder Woman brings about. Like I said, I think this movie is what it was always going to be, at least up to a point. But it's positive reception. I'm sure it's going to get a positive reception, not even just a mixed thing. It will be a much more positive reaction to this film. We'll see what happens with Justice League. That's had its own problems. I know we were talking about it last week. Boy, Zack Snyder, through a horrible tragedy in his own family, has withdrawn his involvement with Justice League ongoing. Joss Whedon. Like, who the f*** would have thought the guy who gave us the Avengers is also going to give us Justice League at the <laughs> end? You, Maddie, saying, right. I don't know, is this chatter or non-spoilers yeah. that Joss Whedon puts his name on it? You're probably going to love it. I'm like, God, a movie that was created by Zack Snyder but delivered by Joss Whedon. So Maddie's, Maddie's head is just exploding. So well, it's not going to be a Whedon film, is it? No, God, it's no. Just, no, it's, it's just it's, ending it's it. It's too yeah. late. He's yeah. sort of taking over the reins. But yeah. 
Well, they said I what think... they did is they they basically have a, a rough sort of cut. They bring in Joss Whedon, who's obviously well in the mix before we heard that he was going to do Batgirl. Can edit too. Can Joss edit, Whedon right? Can edit. That he comes in and they're like, oh, do you want to? He wants to write some extra stuff. Or they go, hey, what do you think? Whatever. However, it came about, he was writing some extra scenes. They obviously haven't shot them yet. They haven't done any reshoots like they do in every other single film out there. Zack Snyder has had to withdraw his involvement in the film, as has his producer wife. Whedon stepped in to finish directing the film. He will direct those new scenes that he has written and put the nice. final touches on the editing of the film. That'll we be a get fun it in November. game for me, as I reckon I'll be able to spot the scenes that Whedon we- does, see if I can spot them or not. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird, it's, isn't it, how they're mm, going to do that? But I'm so happy really. that he's come in and gone, I want to write some new scenes. Yeah, because this is shit. <laughs> and that's and and Whedon is is an he's he's before he was sort of known as Joss Whedon, he was a script doctor. You yeah, know, he would do yeah, that. Right. There's there's a list somewhere, and it has all these films that he did these polishes on that he never got any credit for them. Right. Wrote Toy Story as well. Yep. Yeah. My boy. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, my to boy, see <laughs> what he does with uh, he does with Wonder Woman. You know, ten years mm. on from him writing a film. About Wonder Woman that never went anywhere, and depending on who you believe that's read it, was apparently awful. Maddie, oh, hear that? Yeah, really. Apparently, the Wonder Woman script was awful, but who knows? I mean, it didn't get off the ground for whatever reason. Either way, he's in the DCEU world now. Apparently, even called up Kevin Feige from Marvel and said, "Do I have your blessing?" He's went, "Go yeah. right ahead, sir." That's he gets right. to go on and make uh, a movie with Batman because I remember hearing, I remember an interview with him years ago, and they said if you could make a movie with any character not in Marvel, who would it be? And he said, well, Batman. He's, he saw Batman as a Marvel character, right? but just existing in the DC world, but he loves mm. Batman. So now he gets Batman. He gets to play with Wonder Woman like he wanted to. Oh, I'd like to too. Oh, look. <laughs> I, f- I feel like we haven't even touched on that in either of our chats. But Dude. Look, and it's, it's well documented that I have a bit of a man crush on Chris Evans, but Gal Gadot. I mean, Gal Gadot. Just... I nearly got caught in a trap the other night. My my wife held up some kind of picture on her phone of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman and said, oh, is she your new crush? I said, well, would you say that? No, I don't think so. And she said, well... Because I think Good she's really hot, and I'm like, <laughs> that's that's interesting. You say I, I can see what you mean, but I don't. I'm like, I'm not getting caught in that trap. I'm going to see Wonder Woman in two days Danger, with you. Danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, she ate. Yeah, like like I said, I couldn't even tell you anything she did in um in Fast and Furious, but to see you know uh, someone as as beautiful as that and just statuesque as that, also be just strong and emotional and well written and and acting her little butt off, like just oh, emoting like a so crazy good. man. Like just so <laughs> many of her choices were, were spot on. There was even a couple of moments in the film um, when Diana does sort of, you know, run away from the German castle and into the mustard gas. And there's that wonderful moment where she kind of just sort of grabs her head and, and is just like, what the hell's going on? I did want to see a little more of that just in terms of that emotional turn she had. Cause she, and then again, at the end of the film, she goes from that when, when um, Chris Pine finally dies. <laughs> I'm glad he did. Not that I don't oh, like him. So but glad. No, I'm glad, so good that I'm he, glad did. he died. And I, the only thing I, I wish they'd change, I, I wish they didn't have a romantic relationship. I wanted their sort of like yeah. her interest in him because he's a man and his obvious interest in her to be there. But yeah, when like they the had boat that scene, boat scene, the whole way through would yeah. have been great. Yeah, That's great. Curio- but when this childlike curiosity she has about men, like, but yeah. like, what is this? Well, they sort of looked at each other dancing. I'm like, that's fine. And they sort of broke away. And then yeah. they go up to the room and he walks her in and she turns around and gives him this look. And I'm Whoa. like, mate, you've got no control anymore. You've yeah. got no control. Close and- the door and Jeez. let your body take control. Yeah, I'm control. sorry. <laughs> but the, the fact that, you know, earlier in the film, she even says, you know, men are for procreation. They're useless for pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of like, I kind of wish that, yeah, that through was line had been kept, but it is, what it is. And, and do you think that would have actually made his line at the end where he actually says, I love you. It's like, well, she didn't love him, but she understood his love for her. And maybe, I don't know, for, for me, it's like, well, you love her. It's like, well, yeah, okay, you've slept with each other. You spent a couple of weeks with each other or whatever, but I almost mm. wish Oh, they... mate, I was about to say it. <laughs> right? I was just in the cinema. <laughs> I think, I don't know about you guys, but I was annoyed a bit that they didn't do you know how they had the scene where she was supposedly knocked out and he's confessing his love yeah. to her. And oh, she's just kind of... Yeah, uh, and then they ended up hit and uh, she doing it after he died as a flashback. And I'm like, yeah. well, it's, you kind of missed the moment for it me. It was strange. It was really strange. That's some strange cool godly power she's got to go back and re-listen to a conversation she never actually heard yeah. Yeah. because her ears are ringing. Um, and then, like I was saying, yeah, the, the moment when um, when Chris Pine finally does die, yay, 
um, and she sort of breaks out of, she has that big emotional sort of where she breaks out of the, you know, yeah, the confines awesome. she's in and then just, just slays like 20 dudes. It doesn't look like her legs are moving. She's just like sliding through them, just slaying them. Yeah. I wanted to see that turn. I wanted, I don't know. I, Gal did so well. It's hard to believe that she didn't have the emotional range to do it. I just wanted that camera right up in her face and I wanted to see, I wanted to see that pain and loss turn to anger. Mm. That's what, because that's what that's what Aerie's plan was, you know. He wanted her to turn to anger, go dark side, yeah, go dark side. I wanted to see that turn. Mm. I thought um, I felt, I thought I and felt then come it. Back. Maybe oh, I did. I just didn't. Not all the way. Yeah, no, okay. I, I was maybe thirty, forty percent of the way there. That and the mustard gas. I just wanted, I wanted to be right up in Gal's face for more than one reason, but I wanted to be up in her face and just watching that, because that's what those scenes relied on is her emotional t- turmoil yeah. and the turn. You know, I think even um, when they were arguing on top of the watchtower as well, she never got to the point where she was annoying. Like she was, no, like she was very no. naive and very stubborn as well. But the, by the time, and she kind of went, "No, this is what I think." Yeah, and that's that. And she never got that mm. whiny tone where you're like, "Yeah, oh, I feel this like is annoying. they weren't." You know. They weren't in a way going over the same argument every time. It's like each time they had that disagreement, Diana learnt a little bit more about yeah. mankind, and then said, "Well, no, I'm going to fix that by you know." Get, and and it was kind of it was it was a progressive argument, but at the same time, Diana was learning. But there were just certain lines she wasn't willing to cross, like you were saying, Mitch, before with the the black and white and the shades of grey. It's mm. there was there were certain shades of grey Diana just just flat out wasn't willing to get into. And that's where she sort of fought back against um, against Steve, and um, I, yeah, it was like you're saying, it, it didn't it didn't feel repetitive. She never felt whiny. She mm. always she always had that upper hand. I and I didn't like. think he did either, especially in that scene. I actually really liked the way that he sort of he he stated his argument and then restated it, and then she's like, no, like you said, Brennan said what she wanted to say and why she believed in it, and he's like, well, I've got to go. You can mm. do what you want, but yeah. I know I've got to go and fix that. Which is good. That's what I like. That with with saying. Uh, that earlier we, we wish they hadn't have got that romantically involved. They had to do. It felt like to me that it was their own s- storylines, mm. but they kind of interacted at yeah. one point. Yeah, and 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 to I guess cover quickly what we mentioned in our non-spoilers chat, Maddie, that you said you maybe bought there's one moment for him where, but otherwise he was just very much the same Chris Pine. Like I, I can see what you mean i guess it was that it was, was actually like, the moment on the watchtower yeah that was the moment that i was really impressed with yeah not his sacrifice play when he hands of the watch that we see in the flashback that i was that yeah. was, I was that was dead to me yeah, yeah but yeah. it was that scene on the watchtower yeah that i was like oh shit okay yeah. all right i think i even just uh, early on when they were in the boat like you saying brendan but when he, he you sort of got the feel like he's He's old school. Like, obviously, it was 1917 or whatever, yeah. but he believes in, you know, having you're getting married before you sleep with a woman and so Just little things like that, whereas usually he's mm. the he's the heartthrob, and obviously his other mainstream role is a pants man uh, as Captain Kirk, you know? So, um, just the, like that like little he was, bit. And... He was playing the pants man in the bathroom scene because he's like, well, I'm just going to hang out in front of you. I'm an above average man. Yeah, that was good. Like yeah, he was, was kinda... playing pants man there. Yeah. It's like she's already seen him naked in, in the tub. But then on the boat, he's suddenly a bit more prudish. And then he more. let off his hand too. Like, oh, if you want to see it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, well, yeah. <laughs> Once she was looking at the watch, he's like, oh, I guess I don't have to cover up anymore. Yeah. What's up? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, like I said, I'll keep my shirt. It's not being burnt. <laughs> I may buy this on DVD. This film. There you go. Hey. Which I'm concerned about because it, clearly like BVS, no. And then Justice League, I still, I'm up in the air about. Yeah. Like I was... Cautiously optimistic going into Wonder Woman based on sort of, you know, what we'd seen of her in BVS and what I'd heard about it. And it exceeded my expectations, which I was really happy about. But I'm still worried about Justice League. Like, as good as Wonder Woman is, I don't know if it can save Justice League. I don't know if Gal can save Justice oh, League. Oh, no, not at all. If if that's what you're relying on, I think, mm. yeah, if, it, if it's going to suffer. What I, what I see is if the last couple have been steps back. This one is maybe two steps forward. Ooh, and then yeah. if Justice League is another step back, it's not like, oh, okay, well now, now this unit, this franchise is dead. It's just, oh, well now we're in the same spot we were before Wonder Woman, but they've showed promise. And I mean, they're already shooting Aquaman in Australia. James Wan, I really like him as a director and Jason Momoa looks like he's going to kick ass as Aquaman. That's coming out next year. So who knows what these movies are ongoing now that, 
they've seen the criticisms, they've made changes to their plan, they've scrapped certain movies that they were doing, changed the order in which they were going to be making them. The Flash is going through a bunch of different changes, directors and writers falling off as they try and restructure that film to obviously suit the new direction of the franchise. So they are listening, they are making changes to try and fix. It's not like they're just sticking to their guns and going, no, f- you, we know what you want. It's like, well, we're telling you we don't. Mm. I mean, in saying that, Batman vs. Superman and Suicide Squad made a shitload of money. Like eight, nine hundred million yeah, dollars so worldwide each. Four. No, that's, that's what I'm saying though. Yeah. Like Transformers Four really did make a lot of money, and Paramount's went, no, no, okay, people keep bashing this. We could make another, you know, billion and change, but we kind of want to make a billion and two with some good critical response. And people like us. Yeah, people, people like us. Like imagine us. if imagine if people liked the movie, mm. this would have made a lot more money. You know, so there's the back end sales as well. There's action figures and toys and merchandise yeah. and DVD sales and that sort of stuff, and yep. it's like. If a movie sucks, those sales are going to suffer. Well, we joke about Transformers, but this movie, Wonder Woman, coming out June 1st. Our next chat could very well be three weeks' time when we're talking about Transformers, The Last Night, Transformers 5. It may be... before Spider-Man, isn't it? It is a week before Spider-Man Homecoming comes out, uh, which we will definitely be covering. But number five coming out, I may go back and watch all four of them just to properly Ugh. compare whether they have actually changed anything I with didn't number even five. Get through number two. So <laughs> no, number two. It is not great. Uh, and then, of course, we'll be coming Spider Man Homecoming, the next superhero film coming out in a couple of weeks. But uh, pretty sold entry so far this year. We've had Logan, we've had Guardians, now Wonder Woman. It's on the up yeah. for us geeks. We're having Solid. a good year so I'll tell far, you boys. What, for a disappointing last year, yep. this year has uh, definitely stepped it up a notch. Yep batting very very well so uh, that is our full spoilers chat of Wonder Woman you can uh, tweet us your own thoughts uh, just simply at Get Into Geek on Facebook Twitter and Instagram uh, if you are on one of the podcast channels you can check out our other one we're on both iTunes and SoundCloud if you want to drop us a line get into geek at gmail.com myself personally me moi I am Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram Matthew at Hypitch Maddie on Instagram you can and... check out my Gal Gadot shirt oh yes mm. unburnt unscathed Fight like a gal. And Brendan. I am at. I'm Brendan Gibson. Changed it on Twitter and Instagram. It doesn't have the same ring. Well, you'll get used to it. (laughs) 